Today, we have new details on actor Jamie Foxx's mysterious disappearance. The FBI has agreed to provide the whistleblower documents to the House, and a high school teacher instructs her students on where to get sex toys and lives to tell about it. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and new details are emerging about actor Jamie Foxx's medical condition after a lengthy absence from both the public eye and the movie set he had been working on before he was admitted to the hospital after suffering a medical complication on April 11th. Now, independent journalist A.J. Benza appeared on the Dr. Drew podcast yesterday and dropped some pretty shocking allegations about what he says actually happened to Fox and his current medical state. Watch. I worked my butt off to get a story about why what happened to Jamie Foxx. Because it was all baloney what they were reporting. He's playing pickleball. He's uh, responding on Instagram. No, he's not. People do that for you. It's all lies. I had somebody in the room who let me know that Jamie had a blood clot in his brain after he got the shot. He did not want the shot, but the movie he was on, he was pressured to get it. This movie he's doing with Cameron Diaz. And I'm thinking, is that why he blew up on the set a week before this medical emergency happened? Is that why he fired three or four people because he just had had it with these mandates? I don't know. But what I found out from the man in the room was that uh, the blood clot in the brain caused him at that point to be partially paralyzed and blind. To be clear, now he mentions pickleball, playing pickleball. It was actually Fox's daughter, Corinne, who told the media several weeks ago that her father was out of rehab and even, you know, he was so healthy and spry that he was playing pickleball, which I feel like would be hard to do if you were blind and paralyzed. But there certainly hasn't been any visual evidence that Jamie Foxx is well. And reports indicate that the director of his latest film is using a body double in his mysterious absence. Now, if rumors about me being blinded and paralyzed from the clot shot started going around and I wasn't actually blinded or paralyzed, it wasn't true, I would definitely make sure that people heard from me directly. But the only thing so far we've seen from Jamie Foxx was an Instagram post containing only text, no picture, reading, appreciate all the love, feeling blessed. And this was all the way back at the beginning of May. Time will tell if the allegations are true. He can't hide forever. But if Jamie Foxx is one of the latest victims of the job, he certainly, sadly, won't be the last. Here to discuss this and more, we have Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and founder and owner of Ripaverse Comics. Um, so, Eric, I want to I also play, just to throw into the conversation here, um, Mike Tyson was on a podcast recently. This was like mid-May. He was on a podcast recently and he was asked about Jamie Foxx and, and the, the rumors were always like, yeah, we think he had a stroke. He definitely had a medical event. Um, and, and Mike Tyson went on and said, yeah, I heard he had a stroke and apparently they don't want us to know. Watch. Mike, are you following what's going on with uh, Jamie Foxx? He's not feeling well. Something's going on with- Yeah, they said stroke. I had no idea what happened to him. Yeah. Hey, listen, we can't anticipate our next breath. We don't know when we're going to die. After we leave this, bad stuff kept happening. It was, wasn't there, like, stories of him playing your life? Well, it or? was a possibility. You know, I don't know what's going to happen now, but, you know, it's a strong possibility. Yeah. 
Has there any been any actual news uh, news on what this medical condition is? I mean, Jimmy Fox is a young, vibrant, healthy guy. Hey, listen, um, if we don't know by now, they don't want us to know. Yeah. I recall the same type of weird secrecy when DeMar Hamlin, uh, you know, suffered his event and he was being interviewed afterwards. And there was that really weird, like, I don't want to talk about this that we're hearing now. But I got to tell you, if it turns out to be true and his daughter was running cover for Big Pharma rather than sounding the alarm for everyone else's family members mm -hmm. so that they could know, hey, this happened to my dad. This is real. The vaccine injury is real. You guys need to know about it. Make your own decision. But true informed consent requires that people are able to tell their stories of what happened to them. If his own daughter was running cover right. for Big Pharma, right. that's disgusting. Oh, it absolutely is. And look, there's two things going on here. It, it is that part that you just j just mentioned as far as if it is indeed a negative reaction from this jab, then think about it like this. Hollywood was arguably the biggest of like these major institutions, yep. Yep. biggest shiller, mm -hmm. you know, of this of this jab. Mm -hmm. All of the promotional stuff that they did. Um, with ad council and with um, even directly getting paid by Pfizer to talk about this and encourage folks to get this. So they would find themselves sort of culpable, right? Mandate their actors. Right. They also, obviously, in what we had with this situation mm -hmm. where people are talking about within Hollywood on the movies and all these mandates, you have to go through this, you have to go through that. So they facilitated a lot of that, that individual culture. So in, in, in the event that Jamie had a negative reaction out of that well all of them are going to have to look themselves in the mirror and this is why even if it does come back and this is the other thing this is why i say there was two parts of it because yeah he might actually have and i think he does a severe medical issue mm -hmm. no matter if it's from the jab or not because this doesn't make any sort of sense he's been nowhere to be seen nowhere to be found we get these vague posts this vague post on instagram mm -hmm. nobody knows what the hell's going on and because people are assuming the worst strokes, that's right. a serious thing. Right. Being paralyzed, that's pretty serious. Well, blind? Blind? blind <laughs> right? That is a massive thing. And if it was like, if he was like, oh, I'm good and I'm, I'm, I am like recovering from right. an injury and I'm fine, video or something of that nature would be out. But it's not. So I do believe at least minimum that. But the unfortunate thing, and this is... I hate to be that guy, the downer here. If it was from a severe reaction with the with the COVID jab, we're never going to know about it. Right. It's too much on the line right. for his for the institution that he he works for and everybody that sort of shield this jab uh, these, these last couple of years. So that's the thing that sucks. So even if it is like maybe they say it's climate, it seems that they always know. They never know what will cause a medical issue when you get that severe reaction, but they always seem to know what did not it cause, it. cause it. And yeah. it's the jab. Yeah. I, I think there, it just adds a whole nother layer to this too. If, if in fact it is true. And again, I mean, something weird is up because yeah. he's nowhere to be found. And I get it that, that people, um, you know, you, you get privacy if you want privacy. I totally understand that. But the nature of actors is that they share what happens. Jeremy Renner was just just almost yeah. died from yeah. that crazy yeah. snowmobile accident. And he's like, 
constantly sharing pictures of his recovery. We have. Right, like letting his fans know this is what happened to me because I think, generally speaking, they understand the PR uh, game of making sure your fans know what's happened to you right. because they care. Right. So the whole, the, the way that they presented this from the beginning was really weird and mm-hmm. sketch. How Corinne Fox, his daughter, was like, uh, it, was, it was just a medical complication, yeah. but luckily he, due to quick action and great care, he is already on his way to recovery and then they just never said anything else about what that medical complication was. That, to me, is weird because, again, the true nature of actors usually is that they share a certain level of their lives. They don't have to. I'm not saying they they should be required to. I'm just saying they usually do. So for them to be so secretive about it in the first place and then for him to be MIA this entire time, he's supposed to be filming a movie. And all all of a sudden, right, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, mid-May, Corinne Fox is like, oh, yeah, he's been out of the hospital for weeks. Well, where the hell has he been? How come you guys didn't say anything at the time that you claim he went out of the hospital? How come we haven't seen from him or seen him? How come we haven't heard from him directly? These are all really weird things. And so even if it doesn't end up being this, Mm -hmm. clearly it's something that they don't want us to find out. And again, the, the other layer to that is that Corinne Fox herself is in the Hollywood industry. So I'm wondering, does she not want to jeopardize her chances of making it to the top? Because if she were to sound the alarm, she knows she would be blacklisted. Yeah. Oh, and that's exactly what would happen if they did. I mean, we've seen sort of actors that have come out really against the establishment, uh, the establishment, Hollywood establishment, actors, actresses and all that. And they have been exactly that blacklisted. So I don't know if they're covering for the career or again, like you got to understand it. These guys shield for this, and they all were part of this sort of one of the most criminal acts that we've seen over the course of, of, let's say, modern history, at least as long as I've been alive. I couldn't remember anything that was sort of this mass. I don't want to call it a psyop. I guess you can call it that uh, if you want to be really, really accurate. But more so that they they lied and so many people bought into it. Right. And as people were sounding the alarm, there was silencing. There was all this going on. And one of the major guys, because at least these guys understand if you control entertainment, you can pretty much get away with anything. And they use these actors and actresses as mouthpieces for exactly this. I'm not saying they use Jamie. I'm saying they use the institution of Hollywood. So that would criminalize themselves. Why why on earth would they want to do that? But either way, like I said, if it comes out and he's like, yeah, I was recovering from uh, uh, maybe it was a stroke. Maybe it was something that that didn't have much to do with with the jab. At minimum, you can't gaslight everybody else and act like this isn't weird. And yeah, you're right. Actors and stuff. They're all about privacy and uh, or they can be all about they, I think they've, they've lost their mystique. Certainly yeah. uh, uh, after the sum of love in 2020, a lot of them lost all of that. Like now they're telling on themselves as far as where they're at. They can't they can't shut up anymore. Right. right. right? And some people don't like that. Right. right? So yeah. but with health. With something yeah. like that, like like health, generally they keep it they keep it under wraps, or at least they're public. You remember what had, what happened to Chadwick Boseman when he was getting slim, mm-hmm. right? And, and and but he was still like doing public appearances, like nothing happened. People could tell yeah. something was was going on, but he just kept kept rocking because he didn't want to stress anybody out. But we at least saw the man, right? And then unfortunately he he, he passed away. Right now we have someone that has been missing in action 
for what, how long has it been? Two months, basically? Mm-hmm. We ain't heard nothing. He hasn't appeared on set. He's not being spotted on set. We got body doubles. We got all of that. What else are we supposed to think other than something mm-hmm. very, very serious happened and they're trying to cover it up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Well, like I said, only time. I mean, we got, we're going to have to find out sometime. Some we're going to have yeah. to see him at some point, right? So hopefully, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I don't think that we'll find out the true extent of uh, of what happened, especially if his daughter has already said that he's playing pickleball and all of these things. Like, they're not, they can't, how do they walk that back yeah, and say, actually, true. I was lying, yeah. right? But, I mean, I, I, I tend to think we might start hearing at least tricklings of what's happening. But listen. Make sure you get your uh, 10th booster, okay? It's all safe and effective. No, the, no, no shot uh, for COVID has ever had any sort of adverse reaction. That would be crazy talk, all right? And I, I did hear that from Anthony Fauci, so I do know that it's true. Um, all right, we've got to go take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So using the internet without ExpressVPN is like forgetting to mute yourself on Zoom and everyone... Here's your trash talking your coworkers. Whoops. Uh, it may just be a bit of harmless banter, but what happens if your boss overhears you talking about his, I don't know, his receding hairline? Internet service providers know every single website that you visit. ExpressVPN reroutes your network data through a secure encrypted tunnel so your ISP can't see or sell your online activity. It's rated number one by CNET and TechRadar. It works on all your, all your gear, phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. Protect your online privacy by visiting expressvpn.com slash why today. That is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash why. You can get an extra three months for free over at expressvpn.com slash why. Just checking uh, the current YouTube status. We are under 1,000 to go to hit our 100,000 subscribers. So make sure that you go hit the like button, subscribe, and comment. Let us know what you think about the news of the day. I'm trying to impress my kids here, okay? I sure would appreciate it. They don't think I'm very cool, and I keep trying to explain to them that I am, in fact, very cool, and they don't believe me, so I need to show them. Um, all right, so I want to uh, to get your take, Eric, on um, the, the latest with the debt ceiling bill. So mm-hmm. the Senate passed the debt ceiling bill last night. It was 63 to 36, uh, 31 Republicans Four Democrats and one independent, of course, Bernie Sanders, voted no on the bill. Um, let's see. Uh, there's some of the big ones in the GOP. Blackburn, Cotton, Cruz, Graham, Hawley, Johnson, Kennedy, Lee, Rubio, uh, Tim Scott, Rick Scott, Tuberville, and J.D. Vance. Um, Fetterman voted against it. Warren voted against it in the Dems, of course. Markey and Merkley voted against it. Um, I've, I've, we've talked about this all week. I, I spoke to Chip Roy. He was in studio okay. um, yesterday, and he was, of course, incensed about it. Um, but it now will head to Biden's desk uh, for signature. Um, it's just fascinating to me because you hear Kevin McCarthy taking a victory lap over something that he himself said. It grows the government, but at a slower rate. And you and I are supposed to be like, oh, okay, great. Okay, no, that's that's totally great. That's what we want as conservatives. Or I know you wouldn't call yourself a conservative, but as anyone who believes in limited government, small government. Oh, yeah, no, okay, so you're growing the government, but it's at a slightly slower rate, and you want to brag about that to me and have me say, great job, Kevin, really great job. No, I'm sorry, no. Well, this is why Malice and other guys have talked about, like, uh, what is the old saying, that basically they are... Democrats going the speed limit. 
uh, Republicans, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. So that's really all they've ever, ever done historically. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you look on the subject of like gun uh, rights, it's the same exact kind of thing. It's like, well, we're just going to move it a little bit this way. Now, if we gave them full power, they would have went all the way. Right. But at least we're here yep. to stop. What's like, yep. Well, we don't want to be moving in that, in that yep. direction at all. There's a fundamental problem with your spending efforts. Can we just like stop that and address that? Why would you aid in 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 in, in driving this country into the economic ground like you have over the last several, last several decades? And look, this is what I want the constituents or the voters or whatever it is you want to call these people who claim that they're supposed to represent the views of the people to understand that the vast majority of these cats that, yeah, you always want to concede or you want to pretend, let's say, that they are the worser of the two evils. And maybe they are in some aspects spending. Certainly, um, they they haven't really proven that they are willing to rein that back. I mean, you've heard me on this show even grill Trump on that. He was terrible. I don't care how much you feel, how good you feel about that man on the subject of spending. He was absolute trash. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about the issues of like inflation, why your dollar doesn't go as far Yeah, it's a combination of, let's say, the Federal Reserve as well as the Treasury. But look at the spending efforts of these guys and the growth of the welfare statism as long as they can continue to justify spending amounts of money that you can't possibly comprehend, guys. When someone says like a trillion dollars, you're like, now people are like, it's just another trillion. Don't you think that's part of the problem, too? Absolutely. That you being like desensitized to Yeah, it's an imaginary number that you can't even grasp. You can't even grasp the con. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of money. And they spending it every fiscal year like it's going out of style. And then when the issues start to catch up five years later, everybody's like, oh, what possibly could have happened? And it's like, I don't know, maybe the spending efforts that has been a problem for as long as you've been alive is the actual issue and that's the part that it really really irks me because what's going to happen is we're going to enter into the next election cycle and everybody's going to forget about every idiot that voted for that uh, for that bill or any of the other uh, ridiculous like actual spending like the actual spending up Forget the debt ceiling, the actual spending bills. Like, it gets me, it just makes me laugh. I'm like, well, we don't come to an agreement. Maybe the government might shut down. Great. Fantastic! <laughs> Fantastic! That's exactly what it is that we want. Don't, don't threaten me with no good time. You're threatening me with a good time. When you say the government's gonna shut down, they're not gonna. That's the that you want to talk about really like the best case scenario because yeah, I can't get them to quit. The best case scenario is them, for them to just not do anything. Yeah, I prefer the, that they do that. They're like the god, but the government might shut down. Eric's like, you're turning me on. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Stop sexting me with that. <laughs> um, all right, so I want to switch gears here and talk. Uh, still about the corrupt and disgusting government, but this time the FBI. Um, so Chris Ray, FBI director, they were, he was in uh, breach of a uh, subpoena because he had been subpoenaed to provide this document that whistleblowers allege proves that uh, the FBI has been running cover for Joe Biden being connected to this bribery scheme involving a foreign national. And um, Chris Ray has finally agreed to allow uh, James Comer and Jamie Raskin. So one Republican, one Democrat, uh, they are going to be allowed to view it in a very secure room with no technology allowed. They can't, they can't bring in their phones, so they're taping, you know, taking pictures or taping conversations or whatever. And um, so FBI, the, the director offered Comer the chance to view the document with redacted information at the FBI headquarters. Mm-hmm. And they said no. We don't we don't want to do that. Um, We want to view the full unredacted version. So he will be showing it to them. Um, 
I still do not hold out very much hope that anything is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, well, they're going sh- to show them in an ultra-secure room, and you're there. we're going to have no proof of what is actually on there. So even if Comer says, wow, I saw this, and it exists, and it proves, okay, well, you're the one who saw it. Yeah, we don't have the receipts. But even then, it's like, even if you accepted that Comer was going to do anything worth a damn, like the fact that they're even going into it, like, all right, this is going to be this really, really controlled setting, and right. we're also going to take stuff out uh, off of it so you don't really know every bit of what happened. So even if you accepted that it was good, you can end Ron Paul in there. If you give him a document that doesn't say any damn thing, what, the, what is he supposed to do with it? I, I also, um, Jay, I think it was Jason Buttrell earlier this week made uh, the point that he's like, at this point, would do, would you even trust the document that they bring you? That's to what I'm be, saying. To it's not be, a, to not be doctored, right? Like, to not man. be doctored already? Like, are you trusting Absolutely. that they're... Absolutely. Uh, the same FBI who, you know, the same... Uh, 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 you know, bureaucracy who abused the FISA warrant system, who, uh, you know, illegally spied on the Trump campaign, who did all of these things, who are arresting pro-life activists for, you know, daring prey outside of an abortion clinic. That, that, oh, oh, you trust that same FBI to not doctor a, a, a paper before they give it to someone when they know that it could incriminate the president of the United States that they support? You, I mean, like, is that a bridge too far? It's not for me. I don't know what. I don't, I don't trust I mean, I tell you what, I think it's an absolute, ex- it should be at least uh, for any rational viewers. All of our viewers should be rational. Uh, y- they're not going in this thing with good faith. No. Anything that's going to at least criminalize them or make them look bad, or especially the president that they kind of have been uh, uh, backing as of late, they're not going to give that information willingly. Mm-hmm. So, again, just the fact that it's, yeah, I guess they're going to fall back on the fact that it's the FBI. So right. it has to be this uber controlled environment because it's, it's the ever important godly FBI. Right. So, yeah. Even though that information is, is that's information for the people. Well, right? like not, it should be. Not according to them. Yeah, um, it and, should and, be. And, and, and that you can go, I mean, we can, we can, how much more time do we got? Because we can talk about all the agencies and them sort of uh, uh, investigating themselves and finding absolutely right. no wrongdoing <laughs> because that's the nature of it. That stuff, they're not in it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a criminal organization. I'm sorry if you got family members that work for the FBI, they work for a criminal organization and it's been that way for a very long time. Don't be mad at me. But anything that can even mildly incriminate, not just themselves, but people that they have aided, mm-hmm. they're not going to give that stuff a- a- away no. willingly. So just expect it, it to be in such a cr- controlled environment. Expect the actual documents itself to be controlled. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, but we will have the latest for you on Monday whenever that shakes out. Uh, all right, we got to take another quick break, but I uh, want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Jace Case. So I want you to think about what it might be like if all of a sudden, uh, you know, the global medication supply chain of antibiotics just, I don't know, like disappeared right before our eyes. Uh, most of the medicine in this country, I've been trying to sound the alarm about this for forever. It's manufactured not here. It's manufactured in places like China. So something happens even in China, not here, your medication could go away like that. So if you or someone you love, you know, needs access to these antibiotics, uh, there simply aren't any to be had. You've got to prepare with 
Jace case. All right, this is Jace case from Jace Medical. It's a really, really great way to keep yourself prepared for the worst. It's got five different courses of antibiotics that you can take to treat, you know, a long list of bacterial illnesses, UTI, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, ear infections. And not only is it a great way to be ready for shortages, it's great for traveling. And it's also great if you are a really, really, maybe you're a busy mom like me and you're like, I have a kid. He always gets respiratory infections. I know what it is. I know what the symptoms are. And I don't freaking have time to take him in the car, go to the doctor, get him checked out, go to the pharmacy, wait for the prescription. I just need my antibiotics. You need the Jace case. You can go to jacemedical.com, enter code NEWS at checkout. The, the time is now. Don't wait until you need it. Prepare with Jace Medical. It is jasemedical.com, promo code NEWS. I hope all of you have taken your blood pressure medication for this one. Uh, I'm going to play for you a pretty disturbing video of a teacher from El Dorado High School in Placentia, California, educating her students how to pleasure themselves using sex toys that can be found at Target. Um, This is Judy Reberg. She is the physiology and AP environmental science teacher and also, I think, should be behind bars right now as a, as a nice gesture. Um, here is some of that video, watch. ...is where the prostate is. So you don't have to go inside the booty hole. You can actually just push on the seam and that stimulates the prostate gland as well. And that, all, they apparently really like that. Um, but yeah, so that's why for male and male, Anal sex is still very pleasurable because of the fact that it hits the it hits the prostate and there's a lot of nerve endings in your booty as well. So the girls, the G spot, prostate, they're the equivalent to each other. But apparently, that's why if you ever see like, I mean, Target has them now, sex toys. If you go to Target, seriously, if you go to Target and go where the tampons and pads are, they have. They just look like a little box, but if you open up, the, there's like a Velcro front to the box. You open it up, and then bam, sex toy. And uh, you'll see them. Huh? CVS, yes, CVS has them too, a lot of them. And so that's why when you look at the, the toys, a lot of them look like this. And the reason because is for finding that spot. Um, so I want to be clear here. When my, my, my sons are not in high school yet, but if my son in high school has, uh, you know, a teacher, um, some old bitch who starts talking to him about where to find sex toys and how he can enjoy male-to-male anal sex, um, <clears throat> let me, I'm just going to put it uh, very delicately, um, I will be visiting the school. I will be visiting that teacher. I will be in her face. And the cops probably will be called. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and just lay it out like that. Um, So apparently this teacher is on administrative leave pending a thorough investigation. I'm sure they will have in California. Uh, But they say uh, due to employee confidentiality, additional details regarding uh, this will not be disclosed. Please know that our school district has a very explicit set of expectations um, and uh, conduct of our employees. Um, so I just, 
I cannot stress to you enough, guys, like I know that there are good teachers in public schools. I am aware. Every time we talk about um, get your kids the hell out of public schools, I hear from people who are like, but I'm a teacher and I'm a good person. I get it, okay? But you also can't deny that it is also where a bunch of creeps and weirdos go who want to sexualize Children. I mean, like, it's not even just this woman. Um, it's also the numerous teachers who have already been arrested for having sexual relations with children, yeah. having child porn on their computers. It's where weirdos who want to do gross things to children or want to sexualize children go because it gives them easy access to children. That's not hard, right? Like, that's not hard to comprehend. And so now you have these... <clears throat> Maybe I was harsh uh, earlier when I called her an old bitch. No, I wasn't. Um, so you have people like her who are instructing high school children on how anal sex can be pleasurable male on male and also where to find sex toys. Yeah, that's look, it's disturbing all around it. But. Let's talk about the, the real stuff, because the fact that she even felt bold enough, because usually, like you mentioned, teachers, you know, for whatever reason, there's been this rise or maybe I'm just seeing it more. Uh, definitely a female teachers having very inappropriate mm -hmm. relationships with uh, with little boys um, and liberal you, white women. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's generally who it is. And we're going to be completely, completely mm -hmm. honest. But, you know, you see all that and it, it, it's. It's happening really top to bottom, but the fact that someone's confident enough, because usually they try to do it in secrecy, but the fact that she's just, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna flat out talk about it in the open like it's, the, like it's part of the curriculum, mm -hmm. lets you know how confident they are, but it also lets you know how bad things have got, because now they're like, I'm, I'm essentially unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got my back. They think this is something that is now more appropriate to teach the children. And there, uh, you know, a lot of leftists that are watch this will fall back on, well, at least high schoolers. I'm like, dude, I don't care what age they are mm -hmm. as minors in the classroom, right? Right. That is a completely inappropriate way to be wording how the how the bodies actually work. Like, because what she's a physiology teacher yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it wasn't even like direct sex sexual education. Right. Um, it's like. What and why are you talking about that gate and butt sex to to a bunch of chi like that's right. weird, dude. Right. Like it, no matter no matter where you are on the on the issues, that is bizarre. Yeah, I mean it, it is because you know you think about a um, a health teacher who is required to teach children about uh, reproductive health, mm -hmm. right? And that's like I, I'm not. I would never say that children shouldn't be learning uh, about reproductive health right. and about their own, you know, organs that they have. I do think that that is necessary. But I have to imagine that that course is even hard for a normal teacher to teach Absolutely. because it's like, I mean, it's uncomfortable. It's awkward. Even just teaching about basic reproductive systems. Right. How in the world does someone feel comfortable enough to be talking about booty holes to their high school students and, 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 and where to find sex toys? Like, I'm just like, what kind of a freaking degenerate person? And that's, the, that's what I was about to say. It's complete degeneracy. It's more hedonistic the yes. way that she's talking. It's not more yes. of an edu educational yes. sense. So like, this is how the body works. This is all about liber not libertarian, libertinism, yes. uh, hedonism, because she's talking strictly about pleasure. Yep. 
right? G yep. spots and, and and prostates and, and and butts. This is all pleasure pleasure stuff. This ain't got nothing. And to it's do the with antithesis nothing. of reproductive. Yeah, systems. exactly. Oh, definitely. We talk about <laughs> male on male. That's not yeah, how it works. Right. Right. So this has nothing to do with educational stuff. She's just telling people out. Definitely. Hey, if you if you're gay, this is why I feel I'm like, whoa, what, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. But look, you've been presented with this information. I know there's a lot of people that get upset with us, particularly teachers, but it's, it's long been compromised. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, yep. just, it's just what it is. And it's getting progressively. And I use that term unironically <laughs> uh, worse. Yeah. It just keeps getting worse. We keep hearing newer and new stories of them. Uh, uh, really, pre- I mean, and to be fair, they really told on themselves with the whole Florida stuff where you had all these teachers that were coming out just because they were like, hey, we're not going to be teaching, I don't know, fourth graders how to do any of this weird right. stuff. And then you had all these teachers coming out like, well, they're attacking me. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean? Why, first of all, why, why you think that's appropriate to talk? That? So they outed themselves yeah, right they're out the telling on themselves. as far as what they what they think is the appropriate thing to be teaching uh, 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 minors mm-hmm. in regards to sex. Mm-hmm. So this is a problem that it has plagued. I, I think it really speaks to the structural issue of how public education and, and, and the system in itself works. And I just don't think it's worth salvaging. I think it needs to be burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. Let these uh, let the parents keep the money that you're stealing from them in various ways and allow them to let's have actual competitive school systems, not ones to just get money because they're public actual competitive school system. And let's uh, let the uh, teacher, excuse me, the let's the last people don't let the teacher let them do Jack Jack <laughs> Diddley. Let the parents be able to control exactly who they trust and who they entrust with this responsibility of teaching their children. Yeah, amen. All right, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back. So uh, Daily Wire, our friends over at the Daily Wire, uh, they have their documentary, What is a Woman?, which Matt Walsh did, and it was tremendous work. I encourage everyone to, to watch it if you haven't. Well, they had done a deal with Twitter that they were going to put the entire movie on Twitter for 24 hours for free so that anyone could watch it. And um, it was fascinating because Twitter... Um, like blocked it from being shared, um, uh, labeled it uh, hateful conduct uh, or hateful content. And so you couldn't retweet it. You couldn't share it. I mean, it was a huge ordeal. And everyone's calling on Elon Musk, who happened to be in China, by the way. So it was on a completely different schedule. Um, And so he released a statement that said this was a mistake by many people at Twitter. Uh, the The content is definitely allowed whether or not you agree with using someone's preferred pronouns. Not doing so is at most rude and certainly breaks no laws. I should note that I do personally use someone's preferred pronouns just as I use someone's preferred name simply from the standpoint of good manners. However, for the same reason, I object to rude behavior, ostracism or threats of violence if the wrong pronoun or name uh, is used. So um, it's it's been fascinating watching this play out because Elon um, also posted a couple different retweets in which he said, um, well, it's not being, it's, there's going to be no ads attached yeah. to it. It's going to be limited to advertisers. It's not going to be recommended to people. But if people want to share it, they can. And he said, due to the sensitive content. Now, I know Matt Walsh responded and said, what is the sensitive content? Have you even watched the movie? Please tell me what the sensitive content is. And I don't think we ever saw a response from Elon on that. But once the issue was fixed, he did retweet it from his own yep. account and said, every parent should watch this. Now, 
it'll be interesting to know if we um, if we ever hear the full story, because the same night that all of this was going on and Elon was like, this, this shouldn't be happening. Hold on. Let me fix it from China. Uh, the Twitter head of trust and safety, Ella Gerwin, resigned yeah. magically, coincidentally. The same very evening, she was removed from the Slack channels and she had resigned. So was she the one who was blocking all of this? I don't know if we're ever going to know, but I think it's important for people to realize there are still major issues with Twitter. Maybe that was what this was, a stress test. Mm-hmm. Like who's really about this sort of idea? Look, as as much as I might I'll rag on him here and there, kudos to him because at, at minimum he shared it out. Um, yeah. The issue got resolved. Yeah, there was some kind of conflicting and contradicting tweets of his own that didn't really make a whole lot of sense. But I saw it. I saw the shared tweet. He gave it a boost on his own mm-hmm. on his own platform as far as, you know, him uh, on his own page. And so some people are never going to think that that's 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 good enough. At minimum, he at least tried to correct the the, the issue. And, I, you know, look, I empathize as a guy that employs other people. You know, when you're trying to get something resolved and it's like, who, who, who's in charge of this? Let me try to figure out, who, try to get down to the bottom of it. So I understand how that can be a little bit, a little bit difficult. But yes, it does go to show that maybe it's, I don't know if it's one of those technical issues where, you know, it's just automatic. I mean, Twitter, they had the infrastructure there to like block all sorts of stuff. And I don't know if it's just one of those auto sort of catch catch things you think they would have that resolved after agreeing that this was what was going to happen but at least it got resolved and look i don't like when people say and this isn't me trying to protect elon musk i'm just giving it to you factually it is it is not true let's just say that if you say that twitter of now is the same twitter of old Mm, it's verifiably yeah. false. Yeah. Well, we can say that it might be not be completely as free as we'd like it to be. Right. But that's a that's a different thing. And I think all of us that have said inflammatory things on this website understand that we're able to get away with a lot more than what we just on like, for example, the jab alone than what we were able to do before without it being censored, censored and all that. So mm-hmm. it is a better platform. But as far as as a platform that has it all down together, there's no throttling, no no uh, hateful content, bull crap and all that. Uh, Twitter's got a ways to go. And um, I would argue that they're in front of at least the vast majority of social media platforms. Oh, 100 percent. By the way, I I just looked this up. So someone had responded to Matt Walsh and said two people left Twitter's trust and safety team in the past 12 hours. I'd like to know if that's related, because that would be hilarious. Elon responded directly to this guy. I think he made a little bit of a typo because he said director related, which I think he meant directly related. Mm. Um, So because he so he he did confirm even if it was director related, it it would still be. be the same thing, yeah. right? So he did confirm that uh, the people who have left the trust and safety team was related to uh, the blocking of what is a woman, which, by the way, I think now has like over 45 million views Jesus. Yeah, on Twitter in 24 hours. So um, a really big win in the end. But I think it's an important lesson for Elon to to keep in mind is that regardless of how he feels about free speech, regardless of what he wants to build, he is not everyone else in his firm, in his company, and you have to make sure that you surround yourself and your company with qualified, competent individuals who share your mission. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. 
And it's hard. I, I, again, I say this as an employee. We, that's why we were just you know, sort of having that conversation off air yeah, before exactly, we started. Exactly. It's it's not an easy thing, guys, to get people that you can trust and get people on the same exact page as you. It's something that he's in a more difficult situation because he inherited a he inherited right. a twi- uh, like the, right. the actual uh, infrastructure of Twitter, where I, I at least saw it through. He inherited a dumpster fire. Yes, that's exactly what it is. So he <laughs> has his work way more cut out for yeah. us than, than if he, let's say, started a new social media platform for for uh, from scratch and everybody was his guy. Right, right. Um, all right, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We'll be back. Glamour UK released their special June Pride Month magazine cover featuring a uh, topless pregnant what they would call a transgender man, um, which we know is just a, a woman who chopped off her breasts because, well, <clears throat> that's as far as I'll go, YouTube. Uh, but uh, this is 27-year-old Logan Brown. And, um, I mean, you can see the the scars, which I just find to be so weird because I'm sure it's such a slap in the face to any woman who has had cancer who, like, is very um, not ashamed of their scars, but I'm sure it's like a, a confidence issue, right? Like it it's reminds them of the horrible moment that they had to remove their own uh, breasts from their body. These people are just like doing it for funsies and taking pictures afterwards of their awesome scars, which is a whole nother problem. But um, she also wrote a children's book about being pregnant as a daddy. Yes, it's called In My Daddy's Belly, The Miracle of Male birth, which again, isn't a thing. Like that's not, that's not a thing. It, it can't happen. It's because this is a woman who stopped taking testosterone in her own words, watch. Found out I was pregnant because I took a pregnancy test early hours in the morning whilst Bailey was asleep. Um, and I just had this really weird feeling that something wasn't right. Um, and obviously I've been off testosterone for a while due to some health issues. Oh. Um, so just kind of had this really weird feeling and I took the pregnancy test and it was just like this, it was like my whole world just stopped. Um, and yeah, it was literally when I saw them two lines, I was just like, what the heck? Like everything just, all my manlyhood that I've tried to work hard for for so long just completely felt like it was erased. Um, yeah, that's how I found out. So... <clears throat> I'm curious if if we are to believe that this is in fact a man who is miraculously pregnant. What? Where does the baby come out? I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not interested in that. But I will say this: this is one of the more complicated kind of on I guess the rainbow coalition alphabet stuff that I don't understand. Because okay, so you went through all of this extra work to still go shack up with a dude. What was the what was the point? <laughs> like, no, seriously, like, this is, I, know, I, 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 I can't know. wrap my mind around uh, around that. I don't know. It's like this. Uh, I can't remember what African uh, um, show or TV show where the guy's like, why are you gay? Like it's one. And it was and the chick was like, well, she she calls herself a man. Mm-hmm. And because she's with other other women uh, or whatever, she thinks she's straight. And it's like, no. And he was like. You are gay. You're gay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or whatever. But but like this is my thing. It's like, dude, 
Yeah, you didn't have to chop off you your breast. No, you, you with a dude. To be pregnant, just especially. Be you know, pregnant you could have just did that. Regularly. You could have just did it the, the old-fashioned way. Why did you go through all these extra steps, man? You know, cut your stuff off and, and stuff. Oh, my manlyhood is... Because men don't get pregnant. It's not how it works. Right. Sorry. Right. You know, Some got pop bellies, but it ain't nothing in there but like fat and stuff. Babies. Yeah, you know, that's it. it, ain't, it ain't no, they don't get kids coming out of her. So what was the what was the point? You went through all this extra work to end up pregnant and end up with another dude, man. You didn't have to cut off your stuff for that, man. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know if the... If the book that uh, that she wrote about uh, daddy being pregnant, does it end with daddy pushing the baby out of his penis hole? They don't is that, have is that how it, no? Does it, oh, does it end with her giving birth through uh, the vaginal canal with, because she has a vagina, because she's a woman? Is that how it ends? Huh? I, I just, I like, I can't, if there's literally one person that buys that book, I'm, I just, I can't. But you can't fix stupid, I guess. When no, someone is that this stupid, is, this you is can't a just... legitimate clown world, and someone probably paid thousands of dollars to shack up with a dude she could have did. I also love too um, that they're like she said testosterone causes health, uh, causes oh, whoa, health issues. Really, <laughs> really? Huh, tell me more. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts.